0: Ho ho ho! Ho ho ho! Ho ho ho! Welcome, everybody! The Bayside Report! We're back! We are back after the break, Thanksgiving break. Ho ho ho! It's Christmas, bitches! I need to get rid of this music. Maybe trade it for something a little more holiday appropriate next week. Because what the fuck? It's just some random rock intro, but we're gonna fucking roll with it for this week. It's the Bayside Report. Welcome to the show, everybody. As you know, I was in Pittsburgh for Thanksgiving. What a fucking trip it was. The World Cup's in full force. We got the Croatia jersey on, as you can tell. The world's a fucking... gets crazier by the minute. I think Kanye West is officially canceled. I think that was the fucking nail in the coffin yesterday on Twitter. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, it's been over a week since we've recorded the Bayside Report. Garrett Bell, it's your host. We're rolling right along, the fastest year in and ever. Twenty twenty two. It seems like it seems like it was just twenty twenty one a month ago. But no, it keeps moving onward and upward faster than ever. Every day goes faster. It was a great Thanksgiving back in Pittsburgh Wednesday. So I flew out of St. Pete Clearwater Airport. Okay, I don't know how familiar you guys are with small airports first time I really flew out of a small airport other than when I did flight school first time I flew out of a small airport as a passenger going somewhere to a destination and it wasn't what I expected at all I expected to be no restaurants I didn't really know what to expect from TSA I think TSA was everything I thought it was going to be I was the only person going through TSA the only person which was cool because they you know they didn't really give a fuck got right through there. And then they had a little brewery, little brewery restaurant kind of deal going on. So I took my happy ass to the bar, sat down, had a pulled pork sandwich, had about three or four beers, got some work done, got a little buzz before the fucking flight. And I've never even flown a budget airline before I flew Allegiant up. And yeah, that was a fucking experience. I don't I have to fly Allegiant one more time on my flight home from Christmas when I go up again in a few weeks. But I think I'm done with Allegiant. So it's fine, you know, the airport's not dead, but it gets busy. It's like a bus station. It it, it fills up, and once the bus fucking leaves because there's one bus, then it's empty again. So there was us and maybe two other flights out of that terminal. So you get on the plane, and my cheap ass took the middle seat in the back. Never doing. If I ever fly Allegiant, I'll pay that extra $30 to not have to be put through that again even though it was a two-hour flight so I'm sitting there and these fucking seats oh I'm not a big dude I'm I'm not a big dude okay so even if I'm sitting here like this with my shoulders hunched in and my legs it's a problem it's a fucking problem I couldn't imagine being six three three hundred pounds trying to fit in one of those fucking middle seats of an Allegiant airline plane it definitely I don't think it could work I, I'm five 160 if that and it it barely fucking works. And the flight was actually okay on the way up. Um there was an orchestra of crying children though. Orchestra. Maybe ten, ten kids. Just wham, wham, the whole the whole flight. The whole flight. And it was a later flight, probably four four to seven. Got there around seven. But it was good. Landing in Pittsburgh was nice. The weather was great. In Pittsburgh, hopped right off the fucking plane, had a classic Italian hoagie, had wings. The wings were tremendous. It was wing night. We know wing prices have been destroying American households the past year or two. But yes, it was 75 cent wing night. Haven't had that since way before COVID, the Quaker Steak and Lube days. So I fucking crushed some wings Thursday, Thanksgiving. Just a very relaxed day with the family saw some family friends just ate and drank like a fucking king back in my degeneracy you know pa obviously gambling's legal so i bet giants and cowboys over i forget what the total i think it was 45 and a half and it was looking dead the whole the whole game the whole game was looking dead and actually my parents friends that we were with they're diehard giants fans So they, you know, it was a close game throughout, but then the Cowboys eventually got away. But the Giants get the ball back with under a minute or so. Backdoor cover touchdown. We got the over. So even though they were mad that they lost, we all, it was funny. We all got together and cheered for my little, my little fucking over bet. Just a little scratch of degeneracy. You got to get it when it's legal in PA. They have all these promos, you know, it was a risk-free bet anyways. I haven't been on a gambling site in over a year. So they gave me the risk-free promo. So either way I was gonna get my cash back. So it was a it was a win win. And then Black Friday. Every day, every day was just it's hard. It's hard going home for such a short period of time because I, I can't see everyone, you know. There's just so many things to do, people to see. But on Friday, there's this thing called whippy old football. Now those who aren't familiar with southwestern Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh area, whippy old football, high school football is is life, especially growing up and especially if your school is good or the neighboring school is good. So the neighboring school next to me is Aliquippa, Darrell Rivas, Ty Law, legends, athlete legends. Um, so we went there, Hinesfield. Field, well, sorry, now it's Akershire, Akershire Stadium. So we went to Akershire Friday night, the whole gang. There was probably 10 or 11 of us in a, in a box, loaded the, Load the fridge with beer. They got TVs on. We got three different basketball games on. There's there's a high school football battle going on down on the field. And for those who don't know what Alacoa High School is, it's this high school. Obviously outside of Pittsburgh, about a half hour or so. Small community. Been through some shit. Or, you know, has its troubles with crime, drugs, all of the issues. But it, it's a breeding ground for some of the best athletes in the world. Some of the best in the world. And they were playing the rival right down the road. Another NFL player, Jordan Whitehead, went to Central Valley, a high school right down the road. Robert Foster, another NFL player, an Alabama receiver, went, went to high school right down the road. So those two faced off. Aliquipa got the win, blew him out pretty bad. They, they did an onside kick up 27 nothing, but they don't have much of a kickoff game anyway, so no one knows if it was an intentional or unintentional onside kick. But Aliquipa football... That's the shit I grew up on. My parents grew up in Aliquippa, my and my great grandfather, my grandfather, they came here from Croatia to Aliquippa and that's where they settled working in the steel mills. Everyone worked in the steel mill and I was an elite job back in the day, back in the 1900s. You know, if you that, if you're an immigrant with a steel mill job, you're fucking, you're set. That shaped the whole, the town of Alaquipa was owned by the steel mill. And once the steel mills left, you know, all, the, all those issues started creeping into the town. My dad tells me stories of Aliquipa, you know, in the 70s. And I think the mills, start, mills started leaving in the 80s or 90s. Not exactly short, J&L steel mill. But he would tell me stories of Aliquipa being the place to be. The place to be. And he he was a kid in the '70s and '60s, so he was there for the peak of it. Everyone, you know, all your friends live on the same street, playing baseball, football, basketball. They had a huge, a huge network. Pistol Pete Maravich, the world famous, legendary basketball player for LSU, and I think he played with the, with New Orleans in the NBA. His dad was the coach of Aliquippa High School for a little bit, basketball. And, and Pistol Pete and my uncle actually were friends way back in their early days before Pistol Pete and his dad moved away. It's a legendary town where legends are born. So getting to watch them get the Whippy-O-Win was great. I know they, they move on to the state playoffs, the PIAAs. I believe they're playing tonight, a team from Allentown. And the, if they win that, they go to Hershey, PA, for the state final. So good for them. But we just had all the boys, the whole gang, and in, in a suite with a, a fridge loaded full of beer in Pittsburgh. And then, you know, with plans to go out after and have a few more. Couldn't ask for a better Friday night. Saturday, same thing back in Pittsburgh. Watching football, watching sports, Pitt got the big win against Miami in blowout fashion. They, they turned it around. Pitt turned it around, 8-4. and four. It's better than what it was looking like it was going to be after they lost to Georgia Tech. It was kind of just fuck it all after that, but respectable season for Pitt. Wasn't what we were hoping for, but it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. But hung out in Shady Side area of Pittsburgh, one of my favorite stomping grounds back when I lived at, lived close to the area, and then Sunday back to Florida but I'm forgetting an important point the world cup has been going on this whole time throughout so the first croatia versus morocco game is 5 a.m. wednesday morning or tuesday morning i can't remember of last week right before i left and i you know i woke up at 5:15 and listened to it and then watched the second half as i got up for work and i tell you what morocco who the fuck would have ever thought morocco was going to come out the top of that group with belgium Croatia and Canada, and Canada is one of those up-and-coming teams that in 2026, look out for Canada. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with in that 2026 North America World Cup. But Morocco drawed with Croatia. They beat Belgium, I believe. They beat Canada. And yeah, and top of the group. And then, oh my God, the Croatia-Belgium. Well, hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. After that draw, you know, I, was, I wasn't feeling too great. Wasn't feeling too great, to be honest. Because I knew we had to play Belgium at one point, And I, I was honestly very concerned about Canada, too. So, Sunday, I get to the airport. You know, right right as the game's kicking off, I'm standing in TSA. I'm watching the game on my phone going through TSA to the gate. And everyone I'm flying home with, it's it's pretty much the same fucking crew of people. Same crew of people. So... The game wraps up. It was They got off to a bad start, won nothing, but they came back, scored four goals, got the big win against Canada. That o- that Alfonso, I forget it, Alfonso Davies, special player. He he alone took Canada a long way, and they had that Buchanan guy. He's pretty good too. The Croatia prevailed. Game ended right as the plan was about to take off, and the flight back, Jesus Christ. The orchestra of crying babies, a hundred times worse turbulence bumping up and down sitting in the middle seat. My cheap ass took the middle seat again. What was I thinking? Garrett, you got to buy it. You got to pay the extra 30 bucks for your peace of mind, (laughs) even though it's two hours. And even that the flight was like three hours. Wasn't it? They were like, Oh yeah, you'll be there in two hours and 10 minutes. Nah, fucking three hours. And I was so, I was sick, you know, obviously hit the bottle a little hard with the with the home friends over the weekend wasn't filling up to 100% fully but nonetheless gone on the fucking ground right through that tiny airport I got the hell out of there called an Uber and got home and here we are back to the week it's already December 23 days until Christmas and we're pushing right along and now Croatia they they got the draw against Belgium yesterday that was a hard watch. I had a very hard time watching that game. I I had I'm obviously working, you know, it's middle of the day, and I, you know, I have it on over here and just glancing, I'm seeing Belgium shots and out the crossbar, and Croatia's attack is just dead. I mean, not the attack, the, the finishing aspect. Can't finish a shot. The midfield's world class, the defense is doing well. Josko or young stud, who's 20. Doing a tremendous job on the back line, but no one can get a good shot on goal. Can't finish it. And, you know, I watch Kovacic and Modric make all these amazing passes. Brozovic. But they can't get the job done. Anyways, enough about soccer. This week, shit exploded. I think yesterday. So today is December 2nd. I think this happened either Wednesday or Thursday. Kanye West went on Alex Jones show. And I hope YouTube doesn't delete this shit for me talking about it. Cause I saw that was happening. I saw people's videos were getting deleted just for even mentioning it and whatnot. Um, Kanye pretty much said he loved Hitler in a roundabout way, or he liked Hitler. Or he supported him fucked up. That's where Alex Jones even drawn the line. And he he's, his reputation has been fucked i mean he owes a billion dollars to those families of sandy hook he's never he filed for bankruptcy he's never gonna be able to pay it back put all his houses in his wife's name and even he said whoa pump the fucking brakes so yeah i think that's it for Kanye. he's done kicked out he got he was back on twitter for a few weeks kicked right back back off but the the funny thing that he did right as he went out which this is kind of causing a lot of hysteria in the aftermath. He tweeted a picture of Chris Paul and said that he caught him with Kim when they were married. So Kanye went out with a bang. Everyone now Chris Paul, who's married with a wife, is caught in the crossfire of Kanye. Can't fuck around with him anymore. You can't play can't play around with Kanye. But, yeah, I think – I don't know. Is he going to do more fucking interviews? I hope not. I don't think anyone's inviting him on any other interviews anymore. I think that's it. And his buddy, Antonio Brown, after I was watching the World Cup yesterday, the Fox News, local Tampa Bay news comes on, and there's this reporter standing outside a house, live in South Tampa, here I am, Antonio Brown is inside this house, and he is hiding. He is wanted for, I think – sexual assault or harassment can't remember exactly what maybe it was just assault i don't really know what they were charging him with domestic violence maybe i don't know regardless kanye's buddy ab right right the same fucking time one of my friends proposed a boxing match between the two kanye west versus antonio brown in a boxing match who would win i think you put ab at minus minus 180 don't doubt kanye i know kanye definitely has fucking trainers and everything but ab's a lunatic ab's an athlete healthy ab I'm, I'm i'm taking ab to beat kanye west in the boxing match what an event that would be ab's on the ride you got his own music put that shit on put that shit on and then you got kanye he'd bring a bunch of yeezy models standing i wish i had a hood on i'd fucking do it Stand there with a fucking hood on like this, and they'd fucking be singing gospel music. What an event! Tickets will be $800. There'd be a Yeezy merch booth there. There'd be bottle girls in AB's corner with champagne. It would be amazing. <laughs> That's the event we need. All the money goes to charity. But I don't know if AB got arrested or not. That was a yesterday afternoon. I'm sure it was either surrender or work out a deal with, with the police. So I'll look into that later. I'm sure he got out. Speaking of Tampa and Florida, weather's great. Weather's pretty much the same every day. I don't even know if it's going to rain the rest of the December. If it, it, it probably will a little bit, maybe a few times. But it's going to be about 78 to 81 every day low of mid-60s. It's great. Now Now's the time to golf. The match is coming up next week. Just about a half hour, 45 minutes away from here. Tiger and Rory, JT and uh, Justin fucking Jordan Speed. Sorry. They're all playing TV only. So we can't go. Still haven't heard if there's any celebrities in the area, any events. Probably not. But still might go out that way. Just go out that way. Clear water. See what's up. There's the red tide. So the red tide's coming in. It's a sort of, I'm no ecologist or biologist, but it turns, it's a bacteria that kills fish, makes the water smell like shit, turns it red. Hence the term red tide that's creeping in. So you can't swim during red tide. So with this beautiful weather outside, it's not looking beach capable a beach capable weekend it doesn't look like we're gonna have that even though that's something i'd like to do because it is gonna dip it is gonna dip to mid 60s high 60s here probably towards christmas but yeah i um the food in pittsburgh i got to hit i didn't get to hit everything i needed to i really didn't hit much of what i wanted to i got the italian hoagie from scooch's pizza represent ala pennsylvania on the map hopewell pa represent the best italian hoagie in the United States. I had wings. I got the good Pittsburgh wings. I didn't have the pizza though. I didn't have the good. Beaver County. Allegheny Pittsburgh pizza. That I wanted to get. So now that I'm going back in three weeks. And the gyro. I didn't get the gyro. That was the biggest letdown. I almost. You know I was in Shirt Stadium. At the football game. And Papa Duke's gyros. Papa Duke's Greek. Another shout out to Beaver County. Center Township. They, ha- they should have two, two concessions there, and it's Aliquippa versus Central Valley, the two biggest high schools in Beaver County, playing each other. There's no fucking gyro stand. So I was a little upset. It's okay. I'm going to go into the actual restaurant next time I'm home, maybe do a gyro and pizza tour one of those days. But I don't... If it's a white Christmas, that's great. I'd rather prefer if it's 50 and sunny like it was when I was there for Thanksgiving, but that's probably not going to happen. White Christmases are nice. Christmas is a good traditional holiday for me. My, Me and my good friend, all of our good friends, we get together at my friend's house after we all see our families. You know, we go to this other family friend that we've gone to for years, years and years and years. There's tradition, you know, Western Pennsylvania, there's that tradition. You stick, you stick, you go, same places every holiday, unless something happens to a family member, you know, someone moves on or whatever. But you always usually have those traditions and stick to them. Me and my good buddies from high school, we get together every fucking year. It's it's been many years now, ranging back ranging back to before college and we just rage till four AM. Christmas morning is is usually a fiesta, opening presents, laughs, having a good time very excited for that and for the, some of the food I missed on the way in football I haven't, the Steelers got the win on Monday night, that was good Kenny Pickett, how about him I know everyone's, there's been a lot of shit talk on him, a lot of doubt but the kid's a fucking rookie I'll come out and say it, kid's a rookie, gotta give him time he's not gonna be perfect we'll find out next year, maybe two years after if that's the case if the Steelers went out, they could make the playoffs. They almost beat the Bengals. They almost beat them. They had that game. And yeah, we weren't expected to win. We were expected to give it up how we did, exactly how we did. But just it's just a few mistakes away. I think about earlier games in the year, the Patriots game that we lost, that we shouldn't have lost. The Browns. shouldn't have lost to the Browns that Thursday night game. They had chances, but what are you gonna do? We should just fucking tank at this point. If we don't win, if we don't win this Sunday, tank. Because if we went out, we can get the ten wins. I don't think nine will do it though. Football though, I like this this time of year. is good. Army-Navy's this weekend. No, Army-Navy's next weekend. Army-Navy's the tenth as well. Same time as the match. Like I, I've talked about in earlier episodes, there's nothing like watching college football on CBS so at least they get to hang on to that Army-Navy Army, game that shit I could not go to an if I went to a military academy that's all you got to look forward to while you're there I mean obviously if you go to a military academy you're probably that's your that's your passion that's what you want to be That's that's where you want to be at all times but being in the stands for that game it's probably a feeling like anything else like none other. It's probably a feeling like none other. Always a fun one to watch. December's just that electric year and then you got college basketball in the fucking mix of it. UNC. They lost two already, I think, so they're they're out of that number 1 spot. It's not looking too good for them. But as we wrap up 2022, just a lot of you know a lot of reflecting lately about this year. And another lesson I learned this year, the importance of time and memories versus money. Now, not every human, but a majority of humans are money-driven. You, ha- you have to be to survive. It's a, it's a tool to put a roof over your head, to fucking eat, keep yourself clean, clothe yourself. It's a necessity. But if you know, you're hardworking, you're in a good position... And say, you're younger, you have it's gonna come back to you. Money always comes around. I really learned this year that the memories and the time spent with good friends and family are what matter. You know, taking trips, me and all my friends in our mid-20s now, you know, this is a time where we go out and travel and see shit. Cause from the people, the some of the adults I've met throughout my life a lot of them regret not doing that you know back in say you grew up in the 70s and 80s there wasn't really a heavy uh what's the word emphasis on taking your time to see the world and travel go to fucking work son go to fucking work go work in the mill go work on the railroad go work work now now you got go take a gap year in europe Take a year off, which is good, which is great. I wish I I wish I took a gap year because I wouldn't have been. <laughs> if I would have taken a gap year and just worked, I wouldn't have wasted my time trying to be a pilot, to be honest, even though, you know, at the time I was very passionate about it and thought I thought I was going to do it. But when you're 18 years old, you are not in the right fucking capacity to decide what you want to do for the next 40 years. You need time to figure it out. So if I have kids, that'll be an emphasis, you know, after high school, you want to travel somewhere, fine, get a job, support yourself, whether it's a pizza shop, well, fuck, who knows what what the world's going to be like when I'm having kids, probably be robots taking all those jobs, but get, get some sort of employment and do it, you know, find something you have a passion or whether it's artistic or musical, focus on it for a year. You know, work a job and just focus on that. You don't have to go to high school anymore. You got, you got free time now. I kind of wish I did something like that instead of, or just went to community college and took the base, did what I ended up doing anyways. There's no rush. There's such a rush when you're in high school. I remember feeling bad because a lot of my friends, you know, they all went to the same college. It was kind of in a rural area and it was glamorous at first because when you're in high school, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You have no idea. You you think any college is cool, whether it's in Du Bois PA, Tiffin, Ohio, anywhere. Just the idea. You college to you in high school is the is the movies and the TV shows. Unless you have an older sibling who's actually telling you what the fuck's going on. So I'm, you know, some of my friends went to these rural schools and they had a blast. They had a great time, but Sometimes they'd say, I'm bored. You know, there's nothing to fucking do. You know, it's the same thing. It's repetitive every every week, every weekend, same thing. So my route, doing the community college first and then transferring to a city school. Living at home was rough the first two years. And obviously it's it's kind of depressing to see all your friends out, you know, living that experience in a way. But I'm glad I did what I did because it paid off in the long run too with cost. And then going to a city school, you're never running out of opportunities. It's a a zoo. Pittsburgh, the Oakland neighborhood of Pittsburgh is a jungle. I worked this maintenance job with some degenerates, tremendous, tremendous blue-collar workers. Some of the best plumbers, electricians, um, carpentry, HVAC, super talented, but degenerates. You don't get that in the suburbs. You don't get that at your job at Michael's or the grocery store in your hometown while you're taking classes in community college. You got to go out and see some of these savages and how they run, how they operate in the city. Cultural diversity, being exposed to that. There's a huge foreign population in Pittsburgh that come from the medical studies. And it's cool being ingrained in that hearing their stories, their life, you know, where they came from. You got to be exposed to that, especially at a young age. It teaches you things about just shit you don't see in your hometown. You know, you got to get out and explore a little bit. That was a fun time going to school in the city. And like I said, the jungle, you had little dive bars right against each other. And actually, next time I'm home, we're, we're going to plan a crawl around all of them and visit old stomping grounds. But you can get, you can get absolutely lost in those alleys. There were just criminals everywhere, which I'm not condoning at all. There'd be break-ins and all the time, all the time. But you're living like vigilantes. You're 19, 20, 21 years old. No one to fucking, it's your world. It's your universe. And it's funny how all the adults that are around that atmosphere that work in a college setting, you know, whether it's in the neighborhood or for a university or at a bar, it's cool how they, they ingrain in it too. It becomes part of their culture and part of their daily life. Just what a time. I don't know if I do well at a rural, a, a, a farm school. I think I'd lose my marbles. And when I play golf, at this school in Pittsburgh. It was us and this one other college, Point Park. That was a city school in downtown Pittsburgh. So we were the only two city schools in this conference. So you got schools from the middle of Ohio. Most of them were in the middle of bumfuck Ohio. The closest one with any city presence was 20 minutes from Columbus. And they did they did have one in Cincinnati. They had a Cincinnati Christian, even though they ended up getting shut down. They did have a, one other city school in that conference. Some of them were in Kentucky, Indiana, nothing around them. And I remember playing matches with these kids, and you know, you get to know. You're you're out on a golf course ten hours every day with these kids, walking thirty six holes at times, getting to know them. And a lot of them, you know, you met a lot of them that loved it. They grew up in those rural towns, and that's all they want. It's simple life for them, and that's that's awesome. You know, the the people that stick to the roots and love that, it's it's great. Then you have a lot of those kids, some of them came from other countries, international. And they're like, dude, fuck this. I wish I went to your school. At least there'd be something to do. All they have to do is sit in their dorm. Maybe go to someone else's, you know. Some of those schools were that rural. And a lot of them are strict Christian schools, which, once again, more power to you. But you can make a lot of blind decisions in high school. You know, maybe you go visit once. Oh, all right, whatever. It's good enough. Then you actually get there and live there and go through it, and you're like, "Fuck! I gotta get out of here! I gotta get the fuck out of here!" It happens, but luckily, that first year or two, you still have time to switch your path up. But you have to be swift about it. If you're if you're unhappy that first year or two, change it, change it right away, right away. Don't fucking hesitate. People give you shit, fuck them. It's your movie, not theirs can't hesitate if i went to a rural school i'd probably be married to a farm girl by now living in ohio ohio's ohio's a weird state ohio's not bad a lot of people talk shit in ohio columbus is cool but columbus doesn't really feel like ohio columbus just feels like a nice city that shouldn't be in ohio Cincinnati's okay. Cincinnati's pretty from the outside, but I hear it's a little I've only been there twice. I hear it's a little rough in spots. Just a little petty crime and shit, you know, just not not the best. And then Cleveland's haven't been to Cleveland ever. Crazy enough. Been to Columbus, been to Cincinnati, but haven't been to Cleveland. Here mixed reviews. Here it's shit, here it's it has fun spots. You know, every big city has its quirks. I truly do but Ohio's Ohio's alright having the lake would be sick too they got Putin Bay up there you can go fuck around it's like a, it's like a fucking white trash party on the water they put your boat they put your car on a boat and they take you to the island you just go out there and be ratchet my parents went there I was like mom you feel like you're on the ocean so you said you know what I do middle of Lake Erie feels like the ocean so you live <laughs> free promo for putin bay putting you motherfuckers on if you're if you live in ohio and you're looking for a cheap vacation this summer go to putin bay get ratchet what the fuck's up the rest of the week for me i don't know i am might just bike and swim and do the same bullshit that we do you know it might be a it might be a bay short bike ride tonight i don't know why the fuck i have a hoodie on it's 83 degrees outside that's coming off i might not take this jersey off all all week i might just leave it on do i work to work with a collared shirt under i might have to i might have to usa and netherlands tomorrow at 9 a.m the USA's fucking putting on a show and a lot of them think they can get through netherlands but we'll see netherlands is pretty solid i could see them choking it away but who knows team USA 9am it's the weekend everybody it is going to be the third of December tomorrow Saturday another action-packed NFL week the Steelers have the Falcons I don't know what's going on with the Tom Brady saga I know they lost to the Browns Deshaun Watson's back no one thought he was going to get back but he's here and the Buccaneers could still win the division and get far so we'll see how that happens I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to go to a game this year. Just don't think it's going to happen. Maybe maybe one of the bowl games. They have the bowl game January 1st. It used to be the Outback Bowl. Now it's the Rellia Quest Bowl. That might be an opportunity. New Year's Day. Fuck it. Why not? Go watch some bowl games. But I think that's it, everyone. Friday, it was a fast week. It was a good week. We're back in the swing of things, but we're just traveling right again in three more weeks. It's going to be fucking Santa time. Ho, ho, ho it's Christmas. We'll get some jingle bells for our next episode, but thank you all for listening to the Bayside Report today. It's glad to be back. We'll see you all soon.